Gerald, you got it. NBA Straya, how are you going? That's right, it is NBA Straya. And it is Tuesday, August 22, all day. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. It's called CodeBet. Go check that out, would you? And uh, you can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA from the good friend uh, Carlos Boozer, Jack Heron and Co. Go back and watch all my great picks for that. And CodeBet Daily, also another good show. And you can also send me in the paper every single day, literally every day of the year, all the way around this wide brown land of ours. I am here, not in the Larry Armour Studios, in the uh, James Clements Excellence in Podcasting Memorial Studio, I think. Is that the name that we landed on there, Gerald? Yeah, he's nodding behind the camera. I've even got a producer. That's right. We've got the CodeBet Studios. How good is this? Twisting it to my own evil needs. Enjoying it as well. Got Geraldo behind the camera. I know I'm here, as usual, to give you the lowdown on the, uh, not just the NBA, but at the moment, the FIBA World Cup. We're going the Boomers. Go the Boomers, of course. Repping Strayer a little bit. Fuck that. We're going full hog. We're going to rep Strayer hoops because that's what we do. So what we're going to do on this uh, comeback show, I've been, uh, we're on holidays, weren't we? Yeah, old mate, the squids, we uh, ducked up to Queensland, came back, took a little bit of time off from doing the NBA Strayer show. Still doing a bloody daily show with Kobe Daily, but I'll tell you what, it's nice to be back in the chair, even if it's a different chair. But we are going to talk boomers. We're going to talk World Cup. Talk a bit of NBA gear. We'll talk about the Boomers squad, everything in between, and uh, go from there. What else are we looking at today? James Harden having a bit of a sook. We've still got nothing about Dame Lillard. That stinks. The NBA social person left with a bit of a bang. That was a great way to quit. The old fuck you, I quit, like Twitter thread from that. It's going to be awesome. Uh, But mainly, we're just going to set up the World Cup ahead of our first game on Friday. It's currently Tuesday. So we've got a couple of days here. I'll still probably do a show on Thursday or Friday as well to break down all of the games, and we'll go right into it. So we're going to do some quick yanars, the unpopular opinion of the day, in our back takeouts, where we're serving up a flame grill take. And we'll go through some of the odds for the actual World Cup and make a pick at the end of it, and that'll be it. It's weird. I don't have my little board. I'm not pressing buttons, but we're going to get into it anyway. It's episode 958 of NBA Australia. Jesus, that's a lot. Let's go. Right, well, you see, I don't have any drops here, so I'm just going to have to keep talking. Anyway, usually this is where we go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you'll listen to NBA Australia. But instead, we'll start off today's show with the daily... It's a whip around, you see. Boomers are in Japan. My best mate, Nick K, he's out there just getting his head bandaged, probably as we speak right now. Uh, It was good to get a message back from him yesterday, just saying that he's all good. So it's kind of nice. Good on you, Nick. Uh, but the idea is he can't play a game of basketball at the moment without getting whacked in the nonce. The bonce? He's not a nonce. He's in the bonce. Getting whacked in the bonce. And they keep wrapping his head up. He's going to look like a fucking mummy by the end of the World Cup. I'll tell you that much. But either way, they're playing Georgia tonight. And as I've said, they're not broadcasting this one anywhere. It's behind closed doors, a.k.a. I don't know anything about Georgia, but Georgia's in trouble. And the full squad, full squad's there. Full squid? Sure. Full squad is all there. Our beloved King Deli of Miraburrah. Can we pour one out for King Deli? The smasher of tins, the breaker of ankles, the stopper of curries, the man who'll play himself into the fucking hospital for you. It's not good enough for Brian Gorshin, but that's okay. I think, look, this is the thing. We all kind of knew this was coming down the pipe, didn't we? Because this Boomers squad, which I'm going to get to in a second, is just so deep. That you're like, well, the grit and determination and ah, 
that we get from Delhi is all well and good. But at some point, you actually sort of need top-end talent. <laughs> He's not older than shit. I love Dally. Don't get me wrong. We all fucking do. But when you got Josh Giddy, Patty Thrills, Josh Greeny Green, Aussie Maddie T, the Vacuum Dyson Daniels, and Dante Exum, let alone Chris fucking Bubbles Golding to fit in the squad, you're a bit cooked, aren't you? So poor Dally. And then, of course, the big tough one was Big Rock'em Sock'em Block'em Jock'em Landale, Lawndale, as they call him in the USA, the Rooster. God, I can't do that. Every time I do it, I only die. Fucking Gerald's over there having a laugh. <clears throat> I should have learned. That's how I'm going to lose my voice this year by doing the fucking rooster sound. Anyway, Jock Landau turns his ankle against fucking South Sudan and then he's left on the goddamn tarmac by Brian Gorgian like he's abandoning a dog, abandoning a dog on a fucking highway or something like a lunatic. And then he's posting all these really sad, like hashtag sad girl memes on, uh, on socials like, oh. Good job by the boys. I'm sure they'll be fine. Wish I could go. And then, like, having a fucking zoom in on his healthy ankle as he's going up for a jump shot. It's like, all right, Jock, we're all sad. But just fucking settle down, mate. But either way, as I mentioned, this squad in Japan, good photos like Matty T and Dyson and co hanging out in Tokyo. Enjoyed that. Good to see the boys getting out there. Hanging out. I still remember getting absolutely shit tanned in Tokyo and just this tiny little fucking bar that could have fit about, I don't know, a total, not even the entire Boomer squad, there you go, could fit in this uh, entire bar. I swear to God, just like the volume of human that the Boomer squad would take up would have taken up the entire per square meter footage, meterage, there you go, of that bar. I was there. The only reason I was in there and stayed there is because they were playing the 2000 and Eight NBA finals, game five or six, yeah. And uh, so it was at Boston Lakers. And uh, the bloke behind the bar, you see, I was in Japan for only two days. Didn't speak much in the way of Japanese. In fact, many could say that I spoke fucking none. But he spoke some English because he used to work in an Irish bar. He was a fucking legend. We, sh- we sat there, just he and I, for most of the game, trading drinks. It was gnarly. And then, like, three more people came in. The bar was packed. <laughs> it was sick. Anyway, they were all out there having a good time. But the squad that we've sent, doesn't it just feel good? I think it does. you got Giddy, Thrills, Greeny, my best mate, Nick Kay, the Grim Reether, Duop Reeth himself, a.k.a. Duop Howard. You've got Matisse Teibel, a.k.a. Aussie Matty T, the Vacuum Dyson Daniels, Dante Sexum Up Exum, Xavier Cooks, Cookie, proud Ballarat boy. Jack White, dun, 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 dun. Seven Nation Army couldn't hold him back from going to Japan. Well, actually, Seven Nation Army could hold him back from going to Japan because he was the one who was going to get cut. But Landau twists his ankle and Jack White's on the fucking plane. Bubbles Golding, uh, very clearly just in the squad because they're like, uh, who, who's going to shoot? Paddy's like, oh, I will. And he's like, who's going to make him go in, though? Because Paddy has not hit a fucking shot in any of these lead-up games. But he and Jingles sort of roll round out the uh, round out the squad. Jingles out there talking shit all the way through the warm-up games. You'll love to see that. I think there was a great moment. I believe it was during the Venezuela game. There's a bit of a punch-on, a bit of a punch-on vibe. And Jingles like, shut up, dickhead. You're down 50. Fuck off. It's like, yes, Jingles. We're so glad to have you on the team again. Uh, but Bubbles, look. He is the microwave scorer. We all know this, right? Bubbles is there literally that night where you're like, well, 
No, shots are going down. This is fucked. What do we do? And you go, oh, yeah, that's right. We've got Chris Golding. Golding, just go out there and just fucking hit six threes or something, would you? And he's like, all right, boss. Runs off. Probably misses four of them, but hits two of them and away you go. And I think this has been pointed out before. Golding's the sort of bloke, though, when he gets going, everybody else goes, oh, right. That's how you fucking shoot threes. My bad. And then everybody jumps on board and starts hitting the rest of their shots. So, all right, the Boomers just beat France the other day. They started, and this France team was no fucking round. The French, oh, <laughs> we have Nando Dicolo, Evan Fournier, don't Google me, Gershon Yabusele, a.k.a. the most hated man in Australia because he tried to fucking fight our beloved Dante Exum and slammed him into the floor. Gershon Yabusele, you piece of shit. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick Batum <laughs> and Zestafo Tower, Rudy Gobert. So this is a team that we're probably going to face up against Again, in the, I want to say the quarters or the semis, depending on how we go in group uh, stages, but I'm going to get to that in a second. So we beat Venezuela, we beat South Sudan, we beat France. Uh, we lose to Brazil last Wednesday here in Melbourne. And I'll tell you what, glad I didn't go to that one because, oh, uh, your old mate Jim would have been angry. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Who the fuck is this guy? What the fuck is going on? Would have been punching him with kids in the stands. Would have been on for young and old, but still... It highlighted a few problems, right? You had the lack of size, Landale, Duop Reith, that's it. It's like, well, we've got plenty of size everywhere else, you see, and that's good. But not when you're playing against like a seven-foot-two dude uh, in France. Like France, we didn't have that many problems because uh, Go Bears just, you know, softer than charming. But Brazil, they had a little bit more size, and it was a bit of a problem. And our shooting. If Paddy's not hitting shots, we're fucking cooked. Like, it's as simple as that sometimes. But then Matty T has been on an absolute heater. Greeny twisted his ankle in that France game. But for me, it was like the lack of Jack White threes. You're like, he played his ass off. He was awesome in those warm-up games. And I reckon the only three I saw him actually hit was one after the buzzer. <laughs> it's like, come on, Jack. Hit in the fucking game when it counts. But otherwise, look, the lack of size and shooting in bite us in the ass time and time again, but we might be able to sort of get around it just from this sheer idea of Paddy Mills hitting shots. Simple as that sometimes. Go, Paddy, can you hit better than 20%? He's like, oh, yeah. It's like, excellent. Thank you. It's about time. So he, Jingles, Dyson Daniels, it'd be nice to see him get going as well. Dante, he's given us a little bit of speed here and there. The defense of Matty T has been unreal, but then the found money of his threes has been very awesome too. Nick K. Everything that he does is fantastic. The fundamental layups. Every time he does one during these World Cup, uh, this World Cup, we're drinking. You all know that. Uh, but it's the Cooks and White combination, right, on the perimeter where if we can just get enough offense out of those dudes, we should be absolutely fine because we know that Giddy's not going to be absolutely lighting it up from outside. Even though the shot hasn't looked too bad, he was off here and there. He had some good games scoring, but... It's just that one thing that we kind of lack is just that absolute fuck you, light him up, give him the ball, get out of the road, dude. That was Paddy, but Paddy's now getting on in years, just saying. And he's still got it, and hopefully he's got it when we need it, so we should be all right. Uh, but our thing is like the size on the perimeter, right? The defense can crank it up. Just, you want me to give them the clamps? These fucking clamps? That's right. Matty T, Greeny, Cooks. We've got more length than in Shaq's undies, I'll tell you that much. It's awesome. So we open up against Finland on Friday, and I'll tell you what, Finland have fucking finished. We've got the finisher, Larry. That's a girl's name, Markinen. This should be an, a really interesting sort of test to start off with as well. They're nine-and-a-half-point favorites, the Aussies. So uh, hopefully we get off to a flyer, smash them. 
And what we'll do, uh, we won't be live streaming the entire game as per usual with the old NBA Australia gear, but we might jump on at halftime, maybe a bit of pregame stuff with an actual boomer as well. Uh, that's a bit of a teaser. We'll call that a teaser. And hopefully from there we go bang on. So there you go. There's a little bit of a wrap-up of the boomers just sort of landing in Japan. Hopefully we get through the Georgia game tonight uh, unscathed. But it's good to see Gorge has kind of figured out most of his sort of rotation sort of stuff. It's good to see him just sort of try shit as well. It's kind of fun, isn't it? You're like, good on you, Gorge. Get in there. Just start tinkering around. And then you end up with uh, the Grim Reaper, Absolutely fucking dominating. That dude is a weapon. I love him. And, of course, my best mate, Nick K. So I'll talk about some more World Cup stuff in a second where we break down every single one of the groups. But before that, a bit of NBA. Need a drink. Me doing some talking. Anyway. NBA social media person quit. That was funny. It was like an episode of I Think You Should Leave. How do I look out of this? I haven't worked here in weeks. <laughs> anyway, the, over, the NBA overextends its social media employees greatly to the detriment of their health and social lives for a salary of less than 50K annually after taxes. And it's like, Jesus Christ. But it's very nice and talked about. I worked 14-hour shift without breaks at times. Shout out Adam Silver. I've told you. I've told you. Look out for Adam Silver. But anyway. Just put a team back in Seattle, Adam. Come on. Uh, they went on to say, we don't get health insurance until 90 days on the job. Everyone in Australia is like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, you don't get health insurance until 90. Yeah, because your fucking health insurance tied into your jobs. America, you're so fucking backwards. You know, they still use checks to pay shit, Gerald. It's fucking hilarious. Like, if I was going to pay you stuff, I'd be like, hey, Gerald, here's your paycheck for the week. And you're like, thanks, Jim. It's a check. What do I do with this fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they operate. It's fucked in the head. Anyway. Uh, anyway, the person went on to say, glad I resigned. No need for a job to get in the way of your happiness. That's very nice. Donate to mental health causes. That's a really, 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 really nice way to go out with a bang from your job. And to be honest, for the NBA to be only paying their uh, social media person, what, 50K annually after taxes, depending on where they're working, those taxes could be pretty hefty. Having lived in the state of New York, that was fucked. <laughs> California's fucked as well. See, this is the thing. This is why people love working and living in uh, Florida, even though it's a fucking shithole, is that uh, the ta state taxes are fuck all. And this is the other thing about, fuck me, this has just turned into tax strayer. Uh, <laughs> you've got to pay state taxes and federal taxes, and it's just a shit show. America, you're doing a great job at being completely fucked. Otherwise, one of the news, we had the James Harden bit where he called Daryl Morey a liar, which is great. How fun was that? So, I just wanted to be, he's like telling this to a bunch of fucking 11-year-olds in China as well. How fucked in the head is he? He's like, hey, all you little Chinese kids, you know who's fucked in the head? Daryl Morey, he's a liar. Never go into business with him. And all these 11-year-old Chinese kids are like, what the fuck is happening? I just came here to see this guy with a beard. Play basketball. What the fuck? And it goes viral, of course, because he's calling out his boss and saying, this motherfucker told me that he'd trade me. That hasn't happened. And I'm an idiot. Because that's what everyone read into the situation. Right? They're like, wait a minute, James Harden. You opted into this contract. Oh, yeah, but it was with the understanding I'd be traded. You know what you could do? <laughs> you could just not fucking opt into the contract. You dipshit. Simple as that. 
But now the coolest part about this is the NBA's opening investigation into the entire situation and going, huh, did you guys somehow some have some sort of handshake deal going on? You know, last year when James signed for less money than he could have so we could go and tamper and sign two of his mates, which we did, and we got caught and fined for. Oh, they must have had a handshake deal. We've fucked this investigation. Great job again. But still, a bit of underhanded dealing by Philly and Daryl Morey. I, for one, am shocked. Unbelievable gear. But it's fucking hilarious that they're going to launch an inquiry into it. Uh, because Harden's just like, dude, you said you'd trade me. Now you're lying. And Daryl Morey's like, well, I tried. But you're old and you're shit. Like, there's only so much I can fucking do here, James. And this is doubly funny just because you got Daryl Morey who's hooked his fucking little wagon to the uh, horse, there we go, of James Harden. I'm just going to extend this metaphor. And this is it. The horse has just led the cart right off the fucking cliff. This metaphor is getting very strange, Gerald. I'm getting, I'm getting a bit weirded out. But anyway, the point being, Morey's like, I love James Harden. I love you, James. James, I love you. James, you're my favorite player. Can you be on all the teams that I'm in charge of? And James Harden's like, keep paying me money so I can pay those strippers, and you can. And that's exactly what has happened. He takes a pay cut last year. Daryl Morey goes, yeah, cool, we'll sign your shipmates, PJ Tucker and Daniel House. They do sweet dick all. The Sixers get bounced in the second round. Harden plays like shit. Then Harden has a fucking sword goes, I want to be traded. It's like, where are you going to go, James? You're an idiot, you moron. Anyway, uh, so they're going to launch an inquiry. It's pretty funny. They're trying to figure out if uh, Harden was pretending a holdout coming in this year, which would be in violation of uh, his contract, but it might be because of a contract discussion slash dispute that happened before last season, and it's going to be hilarious because for the Sixers to get charged with tampering for two seasons in a row, <laughs> like at what point does Adam Silver to go, fucking, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> Oh, well, looks like you have to lose Joel Embiid and I'll have to give him to the Knicks. You know that's how it's going to go. Uh, Dame Watch, as of last week, Trailblazers are like, yep, nah, we're not trading Dame yet. We just don't want this fucking horrible Miami deal because it's shit. And everyone in their right mind, a.k.a. not Miami fans, like, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Miami fans are like, what do you mean? What a Tyler hero. And everyone's like, but he's fucked. Dame's good. And then you've got other mouth breathers out there going, you know where Dame should go? It's Minnesota. It's like, yeah, that'd be horrible as well. Other news, the Knicks are suing the Raptors. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, if there was going to be one team that sued another, you know it was going to be the Knicks. And you knew it was probably going to be the Raptors. Do you reckon they're going to sue back for Andrea Bagnani's contract? It's like, we, uh, you tricked us. In the trading forum and he was shit house and you fuck this. I'm gonna sue you. Uh no, they're suing the Raptors as well as the uh what is it, Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment MLSE? Yeah. Uh for like uh what was it? An employee basically kept his login <laughs> using all the Nick shit. And the Raptors were like, nah man, nah man, just keep on using it, eh? Just stick there so we can track all their data, bro. It'll be fucking sick, bro. Just keep doing it, man. They'll never know. It's not going to hurt anybody. Bang! Poor bloke's going to get fucking shit canned. He's probably going to get sued. Probably get fucking put in jail. Because like, you might remember, was it the Cardinals and the Astros in the old MLB a few years back? Was that 15, 16? 
um, when the Cardinals hacked the Astros analytics. And I think it was like a $2 million fine. They got docked a couple of draft picks. And I think the bloke who did it ended up in fucking jail. So <laughs> I don't know. If you go to a new company, don't use your old logins and fucking spy on the old one. Simple as that. All right, let's do some World Cup. Oh, feeling good. I'm just grooving now, Gerald. This is awesome. Gerald's like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. He's never seen me do this live. It's falling off his chair. Someone ought to be. All right, World Cup. We're going to Japan, the Philippines, Indonesia, and uh, I'm very, very, very happy that FIBA had the wherewithal to rig the draft, uh, the group draft, so that Australia didn't end up playing in the Philippines because that could have uh, gotten a bit fucking dodgy, I tell you. You know that Kung Fu Thon would not have gotten cut from the squad if that was the case. (laughs) Ah, man, we're going to the Philippines. Well, we better take fucking Thon. And away he goes. Just start throwing some chairs around, kicking some ass, taking some names. Um, But I think we've got the breakdown of – we'll do the breakdown of all the groups. So Group A, you've got Angola, the Dominican Republic, the Philippines, and Italy, uh, which is one of those groups where you're like, well, that's shit. Fuck, why don't we get that group? <laughs> Italy going to smash it in that one. Group B, you got South Sudan, you've got Serbia, China, and Puerto Rico. Again, you're like, why the fuck didn't we get this group? Because that's a Serbian team that doesn't have uh, Nikola Jokic. Hello. You know, the two-time MVP, the most recent finals MVP, NBA champion, best player in basketball, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They do have his knockoff version. The, uh, the I bought Nikola Jokic from Wish. Nikola Jovic, and uh, he's just a bit shit and <laughs> not that good. Um, now, I do have the schedule here as well because I think it's interesting where they do play and because they sort of split, obviously, with the – I think these are the ones in – so A and B play in Manila, um, and then the other ones are in. So we've got two in Manila, one at the Arenada Coliseum, and then the other one's at the Mall of Asia Arena. And then – so Group C, that's USA, Jordan, Greece, New Zealand, a.k.a. USA just basically got a walkover of a group stage. Fuck you. Rigged uh, D, Group D, again, piss week, Lithuania, Montenegro, Mexico, and Egypt. So those, what's that, 16? That entire half, Group A through D, they play, all play each other throughout the uh, the knockout. That's their half of the bracket, right? Throughout the group phase and then into the uh, – before we get to the quarters. So if you look at that, you go, hang on, that's really fucking unfair because the best team that the USA basically play until reaching the semis or the finals would basically be Lithuania because there's no Giannis Andrukumpo for Greece. There's no Nikola Jokicala for Serbia. So you're missing two NBA MVPs out of that half of the fucking draw. That's bullshit. You know who's on Lithuania? It's just my name is Jonas Valentunas and not much else. It's fact. Mexico's a bit shit. Egypt sucks as well. So you have these moments going, hmm, did the USA put on the old uh, Outback Takehouse hat for a second? The USA 100% went, all right, Coach K, just go some fucking words, would you? We're going to hand you we'll hand you over to uh, Steve Kerr. He's going to be in charge now. We've gone from Coach K to Greg Popovich. Now we've got Steve Kerr in charge. We're going to send the shittest fucking team possible unless you put us in a really easy draw and these motherfuckers don't get hurt. 
Simple as that. So here we are with the USA having basically a walkover through their half of the draw. Now we get to ours, Group E, Germany, Finland, Japan, and Australia. I don't know how we've matched up against two of the Axis powers from World War II. Diggity diggity two, as we call it. But that's a bit fucked. Finland as well. I think, were they on the baddies side? I can't remember. Anyway, <clears throat> the baddies. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, Finland, it's pretty close to Russia. Anyway, uh, Group E. So, no Rui Hachimura for Japan, but Germany are fucking awesome. And Finland, the finisher, Larry Markinen, as we'll say on Friday, is a surprisingly sort of uh, gnarly. Other team to have in there too. And Japan are not going to be a walkover either. So Group F, you got Slovenia, a.k.a. Luka Doncic and nobody else, uh, the bunch of sooks that we beat for the bronze in Tokyo. Uh, Cape Verde, 10 points if you can name where Cape Verde is. It's Africa. Pay attention. Georgia. I don't know much about Georgia, but I know they're in trouble. And Venezuela. Boy, howdy, did we shit pump Venezuela the other day. <laughs> it was... Not pretty. Either way, Group E and F, that's pretty good because, uh, look, Slovenia, we can end up playing Luca and co pretty early on into the into the sort of next, the second round, but hopefully, hopefully we avoid them and they win through. But then the problem is you get to the Jakarta region, Groups G and H. You get Iran, Spain, Gaul, Cote d'Ivory, Ivory Coast, for those paying attention, and Brahil. Brazil just beat Australia, so a bit of a worry. Spain, pretty good. Ivory Coast, never not too bad either. But then Group H, this one's brutal. Canada, Latvia, without actually the extreme zinger, extreme zinger meal. Uh, Kristaps Porzingis, oh, I got a sore bung foot, a.k.a. I just signed with Boston for an extension. They said, if you fucking play in the FIBA World Cup, we're not signing into that extension because you always break. You look at a basketball and you break in half. You big Lativian gangbanger motherfucker. Uh, Lebanon and France. So Canada and France are obviously the two tough ones in that. Latvia, no pushovers either. But France, Canada, they actually opened their account on that Friday night at like 11.30. And I'll be shit tanned by that point. It's going to be hilarious. And they're going, oh, mate, we're fucked. But this is it. So in this half of the group, we've got Germany. We've got Slovenia. We've got Spain. We've got Brazil. We've got Canada and we've got France. The USA's got Lithuania, a shit Serbian team without Jokic. Like, what are we doing? This is fucked. Hashtag FIBA rigged. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Uh, it stinks. But uh, look, the good thing is to be the best, you've got to beat the best. So I think we can win through and uh, take out the entire thing. So the biggest threats, obviously, Canada, Spain, France, Slovenia on our side. USA, Serbia, Lithuania, Italy. USA will cruise through to the semis in the final probably. Our half will be a bloodbath. And to be honest, like Germany, they are absolutely awesome at this point already. And this has been like one of the weirdest parts of it because if you look at this German team, they absolutely went hammer and tongs against the USA just the other day. And they have some Wagners, hello, in uh, Franz and Mo. And they're just not fucking around. Like USA beat Germany, I think, 99-91. And they beat, uh, I think, Spain. Yeah, just the other day as well. Brunson had to drop 21 on their head to win 98-88. But it took Ant-Man, who's the one who sort of stood up for the USA and just gone, 
Hey, everybody, everybody, everybody watching. Hey, just, I just fucking said it. Just, I'm the captain now. Look at me. I'm the captain now. That's what Anthony Edwards has done. He's like, I'm fucking awesome. He dropped 34 on Germany. He had 21 the other day against uh, Greece. He, according to Steve Kerr, is just like out there just laying the smack down. But when you've got other dudes like Mikael, hello, Mikael Bridges, Brandon Spindles Ingram sort of just sitting back and just watching him go hammer and tongs, you're like, yeah. He might be the best player in this uh, entire tournament, apart from maybe Josh Giddy. Uh, so there you go. Look, my predictions, I think we'll see USA cruise, cruise, cruise. Canada's really strong. Germany's really strong. And what we need to figure out is the uh, the bracketology of where if Australia finish first or second in our group, touch wood, there you go, wong bong, uh, we'll see how we go. What happens after that, right? You get to the bracket stage of things, you stay through yours, you're trying to make sh- sure that you hit the quarterfinals in the best position. So we would play uh, – so we – yeah, the weirdest part is it goes through the first round, the second round where you have – I think we go through to group K. Yeah, I'm all paying attention. I got this. It's all good. K and L then play each other. And that L group would be – Essentially, the winners out of the Canada, France, Spain stuff. So our stuff gets really, really hard as soon as the quarterfinals. So it's going to be a really tough run, but I reckon they can do it. Right. Let's do some quick year nas. Love this, Lukey Fragona. Surely whichever fuckstick thought to trade Paddy Mills out of OKC before we even got one game of them together makes the fucking list based off this merit alone. Now, this might have been used in the last show I did before the break, but what we have seen since is the exact breakdown of why this is a, yeah, nah, yes, Sam Presti, blow it out your ass. You've overthought it, you fucking pencil, pencil-pushing dork. Seriously, look at Giddy passing the ball to Mills and Co. just in these Boomers games. It is a sight to behold. Presti should be fired just for that simple idea. <laughs> You've just cost the world beauty. You've gone and cooked it. What are you doing? Jesse Buller, what do you think of the boomers so far, Jimmy? Your man Nick K looks old as shit, but I love him. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, he doesn't look old as shit. He's just got that new dad smell. Simple as that. I can see it a mile away. Having just gotten over my last, again, touch wood, last stint of it. Um, Get the snip, Jim, get the snip. Uh, With uh, the younger squid. So he just turned 11 months old the other day which is pretty crazy. And so Nick and his lovely partner, they had their first baby just before he bounced. And you might have seen reports about this, that he didn't join the Boomers training camp up in Cairns beforehand just because uh, they were literally having the baby. And then he's like, yep, baby's good. I've got a World Cup to go win. Bang, and off he goes. What a fucking legend. Nick K, you star. That's why he's my best mate. Um yeah, but I love that he's just like fucking out there throwing his head into it. It's just like, yeah, he just looks like a new dad. He's just like, oh, fuck, I'm sleep deprived. I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just going to try to do. You're basically operating 100% on like just automation. You're like, I think I do these things in the morning. When I'm on a basketball court, I think I just do this. He's just doing fundamental shit. That's what Nick K does. He's as that. And then uh, Jesse Buller had another one. Reith has to play NBA. Yeah, nah. I think he will. The Grim Reefer has been... Did you see the fucking yam that he put on Rudy Gobert? He stifled the tower right into his jocks. It was awesome. 
Blow it out your ass, you French fuck. Anyway, um, Duop Reith should play NBA. He's awesome. I love him. Love him to death. The fact that he's now our starting center is absolutely gnarly, but I'll take it. And then this is one that I've thrown in here. Are we going to make the final? Are we going to make the gold medal game? Yeah, nah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Or we're going to get knocked down in the fucking quarters. It's shit. It sucks. There's not much in between, I think, because if we're playing that well that we win the quarterfinal, I think we steamroll our way through to the actual final. We might even beat the USA. It is a bastard of a draw. But we just beat France. Spain is not as tough as usual because they don't have, like, any remaining Gasols, thank fuck, and they don't have Ricky Tiki Tata, Ricky Rupi. Oh. So they're not quite as tough as they have been, but France are still fucking loaded. Canada, they don't they don't know if uh, Jam Jamal Murray is not going to be playing, but they still have SGA. They can play with anybody. We know that Slovenia can knock off anybody as well. So it is a bastard of a draw, but it's not impossible. I think they can do it. So yeah, let's make it. We're going to go one better than the rose gold from Tokyo. Unpopular opinion of the day. Paddy Thrills, we love him. He is the heart and fucking soul of this team. But this is Josh Giddy's team, and it should be, to the point where it should be more of Josh Giddy's team than Paddy Miller. Paddy, I think what we've seen in the last, like uh, in these warm-up games, Paddy does have these uh, lulls when it comes to the scoring. The great thing is he's getting it out of his fucking system before the World Cup, though. So hopefully this is where Paddy hits his stride, just warms into it. He does enough during the Finland game where we win that. He hopefully just fucking kicks the shit out of Germany because fuck them. Achtung, and then we beat the piss out of Japan. And Paddy's just like flying at that point, right? That's the plan. But the glue that ties this all together right now is Josh Giddy. What he was doing in those fucking warm-up games was absolutely spectacular. The dude's amazing. The passing, like some of the passes, just the little pocket passes, he'd have the Nick Kane shit. I was falling off my fucking couch. I'm not, I'm not, you know, not upset to, you know, admit it. But I was at half mast as well. I'm like, God, that was a good pass. Jesus, well, settle down there. Off we go. Uh, but this is Giddy's team. That's what it is. And this is what has to happen. This should be the moment where we transition the older crew. We've already seen Delhi not make this team. Bangers is already by the wayside. It's Jingles and Patty. They're our like the veterans that we carry through to keep over that boomer's grit, that boomer's spirit, and we go through to uh, France, Paris, the Olympics next year. They come with us, but by this point, we've learned that this is Josh Giddy's team. It's Giddy, it's Greeny, it's Matty T, it's Dyson, the Grim Reaper, and of course my mate Nick K. All right, Outback Takehouse. It's Tuesday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, that's right. On the walk into the office today. I don't know. I just fucking picked up a dead magpie, had a bit of a chew, and there you go. Magpie wings only. And our, but that's right. We're just serving you raw native birds only. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, the Boomers beat the USA in the final after Jingles punches Spindles Ingram in the fucking gingles after Spindles Squirrel grips him by the jingles. Now, if you can make head or tails of that, I'll give you 10 bucks. But no, seriously, I think uh, if we get to the final, and the USA will uh, get into it. I'll give us a chance because we're going to have some fucking heart at that point. We'll be playing together. It's a team of champions. It's a champion team rather than a team of champions. Isn't that how it works?
good. All right, quick betting breakdown for the World Cup, though. Uh, so to get out of the group, uh, Italy and Dominican Republic for Group A, uh, that makes a lot of sense because they're playing Philippines and Angola. And Dominican Republic have Carl Anthony Towns. So keep an eye out for that. They're at $2.05 to get out of that. They might be ahead of Italy. Italy are on a big winning streak heading into the, uh, into the World Cup as well. So Italy and Dominican Republic to get out of it. Serbia to get out of Group B. The next one, though, gets a bit trickier. China, Puerto Rico, South Sudan. I don't mind Puerto Rico. They're actually playing pretty well. China, strongish kind of squad, but I think we'll still go Serbia, obviously. USA, Greece, New Zealand, Jordan. This is going to be USA, obviously, in an absolute canter. It is funny. It's $1.09. It feels like that's a free nine cents for every dollar that you want to risk because that's fucking silly. Uh, Greece should probably have the wood over New Zealand and Jordan. Should. This is, I love that. So no Giannis and Kumpo. I love that his brother Thanasis is like, look at me. It's Thanasis' time to shine. Now, motherfuckers, boom, get him, Thanasis. Uh, group D, Lithuania will demolish everybody else. Mexico and Egypt. Montenegro, pretty handy. Mexico, Montenegro, take your choice out of who comes second there. Maybe Mexico, actually. A couple of hardy dudes, but Montenegro might have the size. Group B, that's Australia and Germany, whichever order. I think we win that. I think we can beat Germany. As long as we beat Finland in that first game, we should be all right. Uh, so that's Group B, Australia, Germany to get out of that one. Slovenia in Group F, Georgia, Venezuela, and Cape Verde. Fascinating to see if Venezuela or Georgia follow Slovenia out of this, but I'm going to go with Venezuela. They don't look too bad. Group G, Spain, Brazil, Iran, and Cote d'Ivoire, the Ivory Coast. Spain, $1.09. Brazil, $7. Brazil should be too good for everybody else. Uh, so it should be Spain, Brazil in one order. And then finally, Group H, it's Canada, France. I love this. $1.67 for Canada to win the group. $2.10 for France. I would have taken Canada until Jam Jamal Murray uh, dropped out the other day. I like France. So two dollars ten right there to go, but the overall betting, the USA are dollar eighty, Canada's seven, Australia's eight, France is nine dollars, Serbia thirteen, fuck off, uh, thirteen for Spain. That's probably where the most value is. Spain don't fuck around; they know how to do this. This also could be a massive like Luca coming out party. Seventeen bucks for Slovenia. He had a shitty year with Dallas last year. He had to, they forced him to play with Kyrie Irving. He's like, oh man, I fucking hate this. This this guy just won't shut the fuck up. Oh, I hate him so much. And then he gets amongst his Slovenian mates. He's like, this is great. How good is basketball? Woo! And he just goes absolutely hammering tongs. Look at him to uh, average a triple double. But look, obviously, USA was such an easy draw. It's a dollar eighty for them to win the fucking thing. So it's hard not to think that they'll just storm all the way through to the final. It's more about, once they get there, can France pop them? France are $9. Australia, can they beat them at $8? Can Spain beat them at 13 Could Canada at $7? Now, I was listing all those. I think that was with uh, Ladbrokes. Let's have a look at some of the other ones because there is a little bit of value sort of around here and there with a couple of the other sites where you dig in and uh, especially with specific teams, you're like, hang on a second. That could have been wonky. So Canada are about out at, yeah, now out to $11 with Bet365. And uh, don't mind that. Australia's actually $10 there too. So there you go. Some nice value on the Aussies and Canada. Let's go Australia. Fuck it. $10. Love that. And you know what? USA, 
Easy run. Australia get him in the end, and we'll go from there. And there you go. That's a bit of a FIBA World Cup. We will be back on Thursday or Friday. I think we're going to do a show Thursday evening. And we'll break down all the games Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday, ahead of uh, Australia, Finland, and we'll go from there. Sound good? Good. All right, that's it for today. That's it for NBA Australia. We are back. How good is this? We've got a video. This is a bit weird. There's a producer over there, Gerardo. He's having a great time too. So this show rules. Uh, either way, we'll be back on Thursday, maybe Friday morning at a pinch. We'll see how we go. But either way, this is awesome, isn't it? 2023, heading into our, I think this is the seventh season, sixth or seventh season of NBA Australia. Absolute chaos. So make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter. Facey. Well, what is it, X? Yeah, X. Still on X. I think Facey, Instagram, YouTube, X. I think I'm on threads. I haven't even posted on threads. You pop every pop over there every so often and go, oh, this is nice. Everyone's nice here. And then you go back into the dirt of X and you're like, this is gross and filthy. You're all fucking lunatics. Anyway, uh, so follow NBA Australia across all of those. Check out nbaaustralia.com slash shop. Get your last little run of merch. There's not too much of it left, though, so uh, check that out. And, uh, of course, rate review us on the old iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Does Stitcher still exist? I think it died. Uh, iHeartRadio, whatever app you use on your Android phone, you weirdos. But it does help if you rate it. And comment. This fucking ginger dickhead doesn't know what he's talking about. But either way, go check it out. And I think that is it. Awesome. Thanks to Geraldo for uh, doing a great job, you know, sitting behind there having a giggle every time I swore. And uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Go check out the new band House Hats. Their album Running Out of Time is still an absolute cracker. Uh, big thanks always go to Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey. Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you listen to your tunes with. And remember, NBA Australia Sports Australian Bands, how good is it to be back? I'll tell you what, it's bloody good. Uh, No skit today because I'm in the studio, but we'll have some skits as per usual. And we'll catch you later, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, hosen. Ah!